fight, never quit, do it right, play the game, win it life, have no shame. You are a perfect reflection of the choices you have made. If you want better results, make better choices. Yes. Make better choices, better Indeed. results. Oh man, I I I'm telling you, Teresa, Teresa, you know, we're not on screen yet, but I'm telling you, we sat here earlier tonight and uh, we were inspired by a lot of things we were hearing and surprised by some stuff because mm -hmm. when we talk yes, about we were. well yeah when we talk about karma girl we always talk about the western uh ideology of what karma is and how we uh voice that and advocate that i am hillary in ontario canada I am, I am Teresa in beautiful Isle of Barbados. Yeah, and we are here tonight. Hot tea with pleasure. Welcome, welcome again. Saturdays at 8 uh, Eastern Time on YouTube. You can remember to subscribe, like, like. <laughs> and comment. Uh, we're, we're, we're struggling up to the, we're creeping <laughs> up to that 100 that there. we really we're need. There. Yeah, that we really need to. Uh, Thanks to our viewers. Mm -hmm. Thanks to those who are. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Yes, we really, really appreciate you. And you know, talk, tell people, spread, spread the word. Uh, we hope to be back live very, very shortly, and then you can, you know, tell us what you want to hear us talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, get your inputs. <laughs> and uh, tonight we're gonna have a little bit of input. <laughs> So what are we talking about tonight, Teresa? Tonight we are talking about karma. Mm hmm. Karma. Now, karma, you know, we look at karma differently here in the Western world. The Western hemisphere. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. Yes, we look at it different in the Western hemisphere. Yeah. We put and a twist on it. Should we say twist or changed? We have changed the whole process of Okay. We put a spin on it because it suits what we are, what we want mm -hmm. to 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 say instead of us being accountable for what it really means, right? So, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I remember hearing the term. I mean, our topic. What, what's it? What, what's our? Uh, what's the name of the show tonight, Teresa? Oh, it's karma. I mean, the actual name. The actual name, name yeah. <laughs> Hillary, let me, just, <laughs> let me just pull it up. No, but no, it, karma oh, is a B, right? Karma, karma is a beach. It's a B. A B. There, B. Yeah. Karma is a beach. Yeah. That's we, the name of it. We gotta be careful because we don't want to get ourselves in trouble with That's YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm trying to get some uh, information up here of what I had uh, just now, but of course, you know what happens with my screen and my technical issues but anyway anyway i'll just i'll just wing it because my stuff is not working you have it no it's okay <laughs> um okay. so when it comes to uh karma you know we look at it on a different level uh in buddhism and hindu uh hinduism mm -hmm. um karma is something of peace where you are supposed to be looking at yourself and examining yourself grounding yourself and saying, okay, if you put bad energy out, 
you know, mm-hmm. bad things can possibly happen to you and or you can attract things that are, are considered negative, but you have to look at yourself and, and you know, analyze yourself and see how uh, you can project good. But <laughs> and there are 12 laws of karma and uh, I'm going to. Uh, you know, generalize it. I'm not going to go into specifically because we don't want to get away from what exactly we're going to talk about tonight in the episode. Um, so karma actually means action. Did you know that, Teresa? I know a little bit about it. And just as our title states, that's the most of it that I know. But recently, I've learned a bit more. Right. And we're going to learn oh, a little bit more we, as we dissect it tonight and mm-hmm. talk a lot. Is, is karma real? Is, is, it a, is it really a bee? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So according to expert optimists, it's often mis, uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about karma and what it really means and how it applies to our lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the true definition of karma is it's always supposed to be about depending about who you ask. Now, in the Eastern European uh, culture, or religions, I should say, uh, people interpret it more as a, you know, a grounding mm-hmm. meaning. But then you have the Western view where we have basically applied it to our lives and say good or bad. Yeah, we basically <laughs> we, we just it. we just we just completely destroyed it, <laughs> you know. And I I want us to look more at relationships more further in the show, but right now. We're just going to look at what it really means and what it really embeds upon. And maybe next time you go to say karma is a B, you might want to just <laughs> check yourself. statement. Yes. Yeah. Retract that. <laughs> uh, we often um, are easily distracted with mixed messages or missed messages uh, because we have a lot of bad karma going on. And that's what we say. And those are in situations where we simply, you know, uh, we cross or move forward towards higher uh, purpose. So that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a higher mm-hmm. purpose about yourself, not about, you know, projecting onto others. It's more about yourself and centering yourself and understanding yourself and realizing that maybe you should do good and, and how that kind of energy can motivate you to do better. And when things bad happen, instead of blaming everyone and all around you, maybe look and see what you have done to create that mm-hmm. bad energy, right? So that's what it's supposed to mean. And, uh, you know, and every journey is not perfect. Every, you know, we have our ups and downs and, and those, but those are opportunities to learn, right? And there's a lot of meditation when it comes to karma and uh, Hindu and Buddhism and mind, mindfulness to understand yourself. Again, cause and effect. So the 12, uh, <laughs> the 12 laws basically says, you know, here's your path of life and you, you can make choices, thoughts and deeds and you choose how you want to do them. Do you want to do it with bad intentions or you want to do it with good intentions. So here are the 12 laws of karma. This is the only one that most West, East, uh, Westerners know. The great law of cause and effect. <laughs> you know, if you do bad, it will come back on you. <laughs> 
So cause and effect is the first one. It's the great law, they call it. And then you have the law of creation and humility. Then you have the law of growth, a law of connection, focus, giving and humanity, here and now, change, uh, patience and reward. Patience and reward. <laughs> With patience comes reward. <laughs> yeah. and it, doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be money or anything materialistic or commercialized. Uh, the reward is is greater because it has to do with keenness and understanding your next step and your value and goal setting. Anyhow, then you have law of uh, significance and inspiration. So those are the 12 laws of karma. Okay. However, <laughs> here in the Western world, we've basically taken the first law and spinned it completely into revenge. So when we hear, you know, the law of I'm going to read actually what the law of the great law, which is the law of, of cause and effect really is supposed to say and what it really means. So when most people talk about karma, they literally referring to the great law of cause and effect. Okay. This is what Dr. Patel says. Now, according to the law and whatever thoughts or energy, as I said, before you put out, that's the kind of energy you're going to get back. And it has to do with self, the good and the bad self. Okay. In order for you to, get what you want in life you have to embody the worthiness of it and and those things and the concept and basically you weep what you sow so that's mm -hmm. what it's supposed to mean can can it be tied into you know there's a symbol that we tend to see a lot and i think it's from the the japanese yin and yang this, yeah the yin and yang the black mm -hmm. and white yeah can it be it can, yeah, into it that? can intertwine into that, yes. And, okay. and and unfortunately we've taken that law in in the in the eastern world, sorry, western world, and we've taken it and weaponized it into mm -hmm. revenge. Now if you do something to me, something bad's gonna happen it's to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. So let's go into talking more because this is hot tea with pleasures and we take it we keep it rare real and raw but we also talk about <laughs> we lubrication. take it raw and real raw, raw and real raw. girl and we <laughs> we talk about lubrication and you know we have a lube coming out so we, we're trying to get that lube going to you girl we try to get that i lube find going. that i'm losing sorry i'm losing myself you're losing the... yourself she i'm losing myself little... on the screen our Teresa, we're trying to get all kind of ladies girl <laughs> pardon me <laughs> We're trying to get other kind of ratings. Come on now. <laughs> We're trying to keep it that real, that raw. Uh, okay. So let's bring it back. Okay. So uh, let's talk about karma in, in in regards to relationships. We're going to, you know, we have 16, uh, what was it, Teresa? 16 signs, Six, 16 signs of karma. 16 signs of karma, they say. Yeah. So we were reading, we were reading, uh, research. Idea Pod. And they were talking about the 16, yeah, yes. yeah, 16 uh, signs of karma. Is it real? And when it comes into relationships. So we're going to dissect those 16 signs and we're going to do eight in the first segment. And then we're going to take a little break, come back and do the, mm -hmm. the, the next eight. But you know me, I'm going to have my spin, but Teresa's going to go through it and I'm going to add my spin here and there. And then we're going to apply certain things to ourselves and talk about our experiences because that's all we can really no, give to you <laughs> is our experiences. Go on, girl. Okay. 
You can ask yourself the question, is karma real in relationships? Mm. And from all that Hillary had just said, it, it is possible. So is it real in relationship or is karma real in love? Mm -hmm. Those are the two things you can ask yourself first to start with. The answer is in the affirmation. Karma is real in love and also in heartbreak. Like Hillary had said before, it's not something that someone does to you, mm -hmm. but it is something from within. It's, yes. it's all about you, not like how we took and spin it to suit us in the Western world. It's not, karma is not a revenge. <laughs> karma is more like self-love, self as self -love. we always talk about, and self-care. Mm -hmm. So the... We can also have what's a, a, a karmic relationship. It's a relationship that facilitates facilitate the lessons about love and partnership that we need to learn in our lifetime. It's a kind of relationship that isn't mean to last. A karmic relationships are different from time flame or soulmate relationships. So we go into the 16 signs that your relationship is a karmic one. Okay? I, I, sorry, I want to do a little prune because maybe you've been through a breakup or you're worried about, you know, getting the bar, the bad karma <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, for breaking someone's heart, you know, or perhaps you've been cheated on and, and by someone you love and you really wonder how they, you know, how, how could I get back at him or her? <laughs> Again, that's uh, right? the world without, without getting back without getting back at them, meaning me, you know, and we're going to go through these, these six things and the price of being mean to your ex-partner uh, who you loved at one point and will the ex-partner who you cheated on be cheated on re in return? All those questions when it comes to karma and how will I know if I am karmatic in a relationship, okay? In a karmatic relationship. Go on, Teresa. Okay, the first one is there's there's an instant connection. Mm -hmm. the, that's the most obvious sign that you feel that you know the person before. It's like, have I seen you somewhere? Oh, before? yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, you ever been lines? in a relationship where you're like, man, I feel like we just, we can feel, finish each other's sentences. Mm -hmm. We know each other. Yeah, we connect. Like, we've, we've been together for years and years. And, you know, there's something, and like, you're thinking, I, I, like I touched you before, or you—you've you, had those, right? You've had that kind of situation. There's similarities. That what? In the person that you find that there's similarities in the person. Mm -hmm. That this is the first time you've seen the person, but yet still you're saying to yourself, "Yep." Mm -hmm. So I dependent. Have I have that. Huh? So some <laughs> sometimes you get a good feeling about the relationship. Mm -hmm. right from the beginning right but other times mm -hmm. there are also fears attached depending on what the karma is right you may feel this person seems so perfect to you and you are immediately attached to them mm -hmm. right so that's what that's the first instance and the second one there's a lot of drama is your love affair full of drama chances are you're in a karmic relationship. Mm -hmm. So a karmic relationship can also be 
Where, where, where are we? And number two. Oh, sorry. They're incredible, volatile, erratic, or unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if you feel that you're in a relationship, oh, a kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of fighting and, and basically tumulus. Like it's a lot of fighting and all kind of cray cray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, if you feel that you're in that kind of relationship, the best thing you can do is to immediately detach yourself from it. So you, mm -hmm. very right off, you can see karma is not revenge. Mm -hmm. Karma is more of self, mm -hmm. self-acknowledgement, self-care, self-love. And you know, we always talk about self-love and self-care. But you see, when you, now we got to define what drama in a relationship is. It's not having arguments or discussions or disagreements per se. Uh, you can have a healthy argument or healthy disagreement once you both talk it out after. But what they're mm -hmm. talking about here when you have a tumultuous uh, relationship is um, it's vital. Like it's very, very uh, uh, unpredictable. Yeah, very disturbing to both of your energies and both of your lives. And there's no there's no harmony. There's no... I Go on. No, go on. Go ahead. You can interrupt. What you mentioned there, just know the energies of two persons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is important. Yeah, and you're looking at ways to harm each other verbally and maliciously. Mm -hmm. You're looking ways to criticize each other and to basically uh, deteriorate the person's worth and value. Those are the kind of ones that they're talking about. And um, those relationships... As you said, it's very important that connection is overlooked at that point, right? We're not mm -hmm. really looking at the connection at that point. You might be connected, but it's not for the right reason. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think there you should have a relationship with yourself. Yes. And very then, so. as we always say, yeah. like how we say, know your worth. Mm -hmm. Know your worth. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful when you learn your worth, girl. <laughs> So true. Mm -hmm. Another one, they're addicting. So mm -hmm. another comrade relationship are can be described as addictive. They can be categorized by the highest and the lowest of never know they have a spectrum, but a passion mm -hmm. a passion spectrum. So therefore, it's likely that one of both partners only love the idea of being in love. And that is based on a superficial reason such as good looks, popularity, or social status. Oh, okay. Now, love is not both ways. Not mm -hmm. true love is not both ways. It's always some underlying factor or thing of that person that you love. That's why you're in that relationship. Right. And, and the thing is, is like, you have to be happy. Uh, you know, you have to be fulfilled. Like, oh, yeah. self-fulfillment is a thing. It really is real. And... Try your relationships are never working out. If you find that and you're feeling as though you're unappreciated or unloved in the relationship, they are technical things going on in your own life, love, your love life with yourself and around life as it's as as love, the love of life. So you start to start dissecting. And that's what they were talking about when they said you know, the Western versus the Eastern understanding of karma. 
it's mm -hmm. so much it's very complex when you look at it and you have to do a lot of accountability <laughs> a lot of accountability when it comes to using karma love and respect is gelled and is in combined with each other and knowing what you deserve and respecting what other people uh deserve is also something that we tend to forget when we're in a relationship and turmoil okay mm -hmm. the next one is things feel off i think actually fell off early not feel off did, did you go through the uh, they're on. addicting you, you talked about being addicting yeah the, the addicting one was you don't have both persons don't share the same love. Mm -hmm. One is more on the looks and pop pop popularity and the social status. That was the addiction one. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is things fell off early. So that's that's a like a romanticized relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. This one. So instead of trying to sort things out, you mm -hmm. just shrug them off and just leave them as that. Right. So that can be one of the triggers in how you're treated in the relationship. Teach people so to treat that you. Maybe teach you. <laughs> yeah. I love my That would be te a teachable moment for yeah. both persons. So mm -hmm. it's in that case is what you accept is what is gonna continue. Right. But you know what's it's it's interesting because I, I'm gonna go back to that Steve Harvey book there where the guys went crazy when he wrote that book. Um Oh what yeah. What is it called again? Um Think like a man or act like a woman or something like that. Um, think like a man. Oh, hold on. Think like a man, act a woman. Think, yeah, yeah. Think like a man, act like a woman. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm looking for. The book is around here somewhere. Anyhow, um, I think that one of the things that we tend to not realize is we already know what the red flags are in a relationship. Okay. We already know the academics. And we know what we like and what we don't like. Mm -hmm. So what we do is, you know, you're going to go on that date. You're going to get your hair done. You get your nails done and everything. And you're, you're you know, rehearsing in front of the mirror. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're ready for <laughs> Rehearse the... in front of the mirror. Oh, God, people do that all the time. Please. <laughs> I know. Like different smiles oh, and you? whatever. You're no. trying to impress, Hello, right? how are you? Yeah, yeah, right, right. You're trying to go impress. On. Right. And, but we don't spend any time on saying how am i going to come to that date am i going to come as myself or what i think the other person's looking for right mm -hmm. and so we show up on the date and we're trying to present our best selves but why not and i like steve hardy put it a different way uh but why not take that opportunity to tell the person who you really are and what you're looking for and be truthful mm -hmm. about it because why would you want to waste anybody's time if that is not what you're looking for? And not when I say what you're looking for, I'm not talking about five and he needs to be six feet one and he needs to have this. And he, no, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about what are you looking for in a partner, you know, and where, what goal settings do you have for yourself? Mm -hmm. And maybe seeing if that, even if the person's in a different path or a different place or a different kind mm -hmm. of uh, education, economical or whatever, 
can they see how you two can gel together, right? You're trying to give them the idea, like, can this possibly work? Or should we even pursue the opportunity? Mm -hmm. Just an honest conversation. We tend to not do that. We tend to just talk about all butterflies and, and, and how did your last relationship? Oh yeah, we, we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, in, in the farm. Uh, we're friends. <laughs> friends can mean anything. I love friends everywhere. But anyways, my my point is when you if you they say things feel off or fell off early, they fell off mm-hmm. early because you know we're never honest at the beginning of the meeting, and that's why they fell off early. It was all about a romance. It was all about either not Situation. being honest and saying why you're really dating. <laughs> Because, you know, you want to smash or whatever. But I find things that start out that way. Mm-hmm. You lay your cards on the table, saying what you're looking for and stuff like that. And then as time goes on, weeks, months, whatever the case is, and you get comfortable with each other. The but were you The true you then comes out. The true you comes because being someone for the first time, it's all about trying to impress but that that that's the problem. If you're trying mm-hmm. so hard to impress, right? You're first of all, you got to be honest with yourself. Are you going on a date, Teresa, because you're trying to find a relationship, trying to have sex, or trying to connect? Mm-hmm. Like you got to be you got to be real with yourself first, mm-hmm. because if you're going on a date uh, just for sex, well, why do you care if they go to have a, a goal or whatever? Like <laughs> conversation needs to be going in a different direction. If you're trying to find the you know your forever or a person that you think could be a possibility uh then there's a different kind of conversation should be had at the beginning of the relationship people are so scared to say what they want and then when it doesn't happen they're like oh how did that not happen because you never opened your mouth and said i'm not happy so this with is that. what i want and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah and if the person is not willing to hear you then that's not the right person for you in the first place so why mm-hmm. would you even that's my opinion. Don't write me. That's my opinion. <laughs> I'm just saying be more honest in your dating, right? Know why you're going on a date, first of all. Oh, there goes our 10-minute warning. <laughs> okay. Oh, that on. seems quick. I know. And we're only at number five. I know. Then we're just having too much fun with it. make you feel frustrated. Yeah. Carmelite oh, relationships aren't about a perfect partnership. They're about growth. Mm. That's why they will push your buttons. It's like a child. Mm-hmm. They know what they should do. Mm-hmm. But when certain parents, maybe mom or dad, they will try stuff to see mm. how far they can go. But if the other parent is like, uh-uh, we can't try that with mama, we can't try that with dad because we get cut short. Right. So that's what it's talking about here. And the good thing is that out of this, often toxic relationship you get to learn a big deal about self-love again you get to learn about self-love and how to spot manipulative partners in the future isn't that beautiful though you get to realize because the more you start valuing yourself and understanding yourself the more you start looking like well you know i think i deserve Mm -hmm. a little bit of respect in this particular era right Mm -hmm. here don't tell become, me what I you want. You become less tolerable to something. Yeah. And it, and it has nothing to do with you. Especially if you hit 40. 
Girl, if you hit 50, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Especially when you hit 40. I, I had a friend of mine that told me. Yeah, huh? Especially when you hit 40, you become less stable with something. Of course, because you have a lot of life lived experiences, right? And you know how to maneuver yeah. a little bit more and what you should spend your energy on and not. And and then when you hit 50, like we're we're about to hit the 5 uh, you don't have time for nonsense. You don't want mm -hmm. to spend your time uh, being embedded in negativity. For what reason? Right? Mm -hmm. so okay, I think we can get some more in. The next one, they're unpleasant to be around. What oh number gosh, are we at? Because they are controlling. What number are you at? Number six? Six. Mm -hmm. Six. They're unpleasant to be around because they're controlling. Now, if you find your partner presents presence to be heavy and be grudging you're likely to be in a karmic relationship mm. already however despite this unpleasant feeling towards them you don't want to let go right now you have to make a decision there karmic relationships are obsessive obsessive mm -hmm. and revolve around ownership of one's partner so if you feel that that person Become the center of your universe and your main source of happiness. Hmm. Mm. The worst thing is that it's hard for you to see their flaws. Mm -hmm. That's why you might end up ruining your relationship with your friends, your families, the ones who suggest that you're not meant to be. Mm -hmm. When people come and say, uh, I don't think this is meant to be, it's you not a case always that they don't want to see you happy but mm. that's the first thing that you know especially some of our women uh, awesome women oh because i'm happy you you're jealous of it right but it's not that what you see or deem as happiness and one of the outside looking in mm -hmm. will see more tends to see more than what you're because you know they say love is blind right and but, things that you accept in now the one the one of the most healthiest thing that you can do in a relationship in my opinion is for you and him to have friends together and also have your own friends you know mm -hmm. and you know yeah go, you're gonna meet people yeah, along the way. do your own thing because before you met each other you were doing your own thing you, had a life. you were fine and they were attracted to you they fell in love with you right so continue to do that have your separate uh, lives within the relationship and then when you come back to each other you can talk about what you did with your friends or whatever it makes mm -hmm. it keeps the excitement going but I mean if every time you turn around you see him <laughs> you know earlier in one of our podcasts Hillary oh. had mentioned if you really want to know him or her go to one of the events that they have with the family oh god then you they can't you can't hide for the family huh? Mm -hmm, you can't hide <laughs> you can try okay, if you want is, let me tell you something if you are if you if you're messy right if you're messy and if you're what messy, messy? yes yeah, so uh -huh, okay go ahead. if you're messy and you've given your partner the ideology or the impression that you are so peaceful and amazing and mm -hmm. you know full of joy and you take them around your family uh, your partner gonna know you're messy <laughs> bomb just get dropped <laughs> oh why what why you be so peaceful bomb just get dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay 
okay. Seven. Let's get one your more in before we take a break. Your relationship is stuck in the rut. Yes. If you notice this, let me tell you, there are a lot of people that have been there, and I know for sure mm-hmm. you have, and you likely know how it feels. feels yep. So, when I was at my worst point in a relationship, yeah. I reached out to a relationship coach. Yeah. To see if they could give me some answers or some insights. Yeah. I expected some vague advice, but cheering up and or being strong. Uh-huh. But surprisingly, I got very in-depth, specific and practical advice about addressing the problems in the relationship. Mm-hmm. That include real solutions to improve many things that me and my partner had been struggling with for years. So you see, when you sit down and you talk to life coaches, counseling, there are <laughs> things that you would have looked past. You don't want to hear. <laughs> you will hear. <laughs> things that you would have looked past. And what this is something that I've been doing, or this is something that we were sharing, and this is what is causing the unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they provide solutions, uh, you know, just not talk. Uh, mm-hmm. That That's the one thing about, I'm not advertising or <laughs> making a commercial here or infomercial or anything like that. But when you have a life coach that is real and uh, very much honest with you, mm-hmm. that's, that's when you, want. you provide solutions, you know. And it's not only them providing solutions, basically you providing solutions by talking and hearing, mm-hmm. you know, well, maybe I could compromise a little bit in this area. And what's what's real and what's uh, your little fantasy that you need to come out of? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, find a certified relationship coach or someone that can tailor the situation. Uh, remember, most life coaches, uh, some are not certified, like with an association because you don't really need to be. But just listen to the insight and what they have to say, what they reflect. And you will know if you're suited for that particular life coach mm-hmm. uh we're going to take a little break here yeah so it's about to the break and come back in yeah we'll be right back with a little bit more of hot tea with pleasure that was really great Teresa. i like that mm-hmm. <laughs> we're back okay oh oh one more thing when we come back i want to show you something i want to show you something remind me <laughs> okay we're right back Thank you. 
Yo was over there getting down with the song. <laughs> <laughs> you, this song. This song is starting to grow on me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know our technical guy. He's he's going to be making us a song. He, he told he told me yeah he's, yep. he's, yeah he's going to be making us a song. So I'm excited about that. Maybe we can add our voices to it. Uh, we're back here with Hot D with Pleasure every Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am Hillary in Ontario, Canada. And I'm Teresa. Hello, hello in the beautiful island of Barbados. Remember to subscribe. Look at that. And hmm. like, like, comment, comment. share. Please share. <laughs> That's how we get out there. Uh, we're now looking at a really good platform and we're about to hit up the world with a storm. I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. And let's continue with or um her karma sixteen when it there comes was to something that you wanted to. I'll, I'll show you at the you end of the show. Say? I'll show you at the end of the show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta tell you straight on my finger now to remember that at the end of the show. <laughs> okay, moving on. Well, I tell you, when you start getting fifty, you guys time more than the string. Go on. Or <laughs> the eighth too. one. There's lots of miscommunication. You're right. When you're in a commodity relationship, mm -hmm. there's a great chance that one or both partners are irrational. Mm -hmm. That's why miscommunication is commonplace. They will reflect your worst vulnerabilities and nasty insecurities. If you stay in such a relationship for a long time, you will start acting unlike yourself and do things you wouldn't normally do. Right. Again, self-love, self-care. 100%. 100%. You know, we, especially women, I'm going to say women because I'm a woman, so <laughs> I'm a cis woman. So, you know, I find that women, especially ones that are mothers, we tend to, because, you know, it's a lot of societal pressures and structures of how a woman is supposed to exist in, on this earth, especially mm -hmm. North America or Northern or Western world, um, we tend to put everybody before ourselves, right? And we don't take care of ourselves. And we think that when we do, we're being selfish. We have to make it. And we have this saying, um, when someone asks you, how is everyone, everyone in the family? Yeah, everyone's good. I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah. You say I'm the worst. I'm the worst of the lot. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay to to love yourself. It's okay to, you know, go and do a little something extra for yourself. I dress up when I want to feel a little bit. I'm like, I'll just put on a little extra something. Like we see, you see us do that sometimes. We will just put on a little extra glam, and it's just something that we spent a little time on ourselves. So what? <laughs> you know, it's for us. It's not, we don't do it for anybody else. I, mm -hmm. I dress for me. And if you don't like it, if you close your eyes, right, you can't see anything. Look at that. <laughs> no, you just go the other direction. That can work. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other one is, there are lots of. What number are you at, Teresa? Those. Sorry? What number are you at? Nine. You're at nine. nine. Okay, go on. There are lots of highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Things are never quite consistent. Although you have good days and bad days, where good days where everything seems perfect, mm -hmm. it will only be a matter of time before things start to go what we call south. The erection. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the what? 
The what now? Wait, you know, you know, well, <laughs> you know what? It, you know what I call it? I call it walking on eggshells. Like you're just, mm. you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing because something bad mm. might happen. You know. But that's that's like the same thing when you bring at the top and say, "Okay, we gotta talk." <laughs> oh yes, the we Almighty. We have to talk. Ooh, boy, you I get you, those little words. <laughs> Girl, you get a voice. You get a voice like the plague for, for hours. <laughs> oh, you see, the whole extra like, tired, the whole late. <laughs> mm. God. Okay, the the next one. Um, they're repetitive. Mm -hmm. The highs and lows will repeat over time mm -hmm. until you run out of energy to deal. There you go, run out mm -hmm. of energy to deal with anything outside of your relationship. Girl. Also, you may run into the same issues mm -hmm. from a past relationship, which means that there are still lessons baggage. from there that you need to learn. Yeah. Yep, baggage. You should never do that. You should never make another person pay for your past. That's mm -hmm. just wrong on every level. Okay. I think in that some people need need to have closure from one relationship yes. before they pick up to go another relationship. And closure does not there, have, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and there you I'm sorry to lose my train of thought. And there you can start fresh. Mm -hmm. You can start fresh. Put closure to that and start fresh. And Teresa, give yourself that, that time to heal basically. what do you recommend for closure? Conversation. Communicate with that person. Find out what was, you know, the do's and don'ts that got you to this point. That's mm -hmm. one thing. Um also but, looking at yourself and what right. what is it that you brought to the table yeah because closure is not for them <laughs> it's for yourself no, and it's you, for you it's yes for you. it's for yourself and you don't have to involve the person actually if you don't want to you know but you must be honest with yourself and ask certain questions to yourself if the person's not available because mm -hmm. not everyone wants to have a conversation with their ex, you know, <laughs> it might have been a very bad breakup. And mm -hmm. so, but you have to find especially, out. What, mm -hmm. Especially if it's been, it has been abusive. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to put yourself back in, in, in that, that kind of trauma. So you, but you have to look in yourself and say, what did I allow in that relationship that was not really me and then speak to me and, you know, identify what that is. And that's the only way that growth could happen. And that's another part, another karma law mm -hmm. uh, uh, law of growth yeah right it so is you have to dissect you have to look at the quote unquote ugly side of of things you know don't think that you're uh, that you have to take accountability for another person's actions i'm not saying that what i'm saying is look at your side of what did i allow in this relationship mm -hmm. that i knew was not good and healthy for my mental being for my soul and for me to keep me grounded why did i why did i allow it you know why did i allow it to continue although i knew in my heart that i did not want this you know what are the the you know I, and when it comes to abuse i'm you know it's very hard to look at that uh scope mm -hmm. because um, not only is shame involved, but a lot of uh, there's financial involved, economical uh, restraint or strain involved. There's a lot of different things, but still looking at yourself and 
realizing your value. So maybe in that particular um, situation, it's looking at worth and value and why you question yeah. your worth and why you question your value and where that comes from. Right. So uh, the, I love I love that one. I like that one because you really mm -hmm. start to really dissect who you are. Yeah, that one, that one is nice. And, and co-dependent. And co they have another word for that. Say that again, I missed that. I was trying the to co-dependent, they have another word for that because... Coden? Huh? Did you say coden? I said co-dependent, right? People oh, have another word uh -huh. for that because instead of people naming things and saying, and saying the feeling part and, um, you know, your partner becomes so dependent on you that you begin to feel... Um, consumed by the relationship instead of mm -hmm. saying something like that or saying oh you know you're you're no you're either you're cramping my style is what you hear or you're so needy or, or <laughs> you know you got daddy issues or you got mommy issues not even thinking that maybe there's a feeling behind that or a fear there could be a fear behind it or whatever it could be but don't assume that that's what it is that the person is have because I, I heard i had a oh I heard that before, not to me, to some person else and accusing the person of having daddy issues. The person's like, my daddy and I were good. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it had yeah. nothing to do with that. It was something totally different. So don't think that a, a partner is depending on you because of you being familiar in a familiar role. Look at, ask the question, communicate. Teresa, we always mm -hmm. talk about communication mm -hmm. and finding out what it is and why they feel as though they have, they can only depend on you and they put so much pressure on you, right? Mm -hmm. Or you feel pressured. Maybe it's the other way. Maybe you feel pressured, right? Mm -hmm. And you open your and mouth and say anything. That's repetitive. But not, not only that, you know what we do too? Like, let's say we're in a new relationship and we want everything to be nice and new, and, you know? Oh, can you do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, don't worry, I got this for mm, you. I Again, I, attentive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, when, goes on, you're not going to tolerate that. So it's being pre pretensive. And, and then a year later, the guy, the guy or the girl is like, oh, why are you making me do it all the time? <laughs> <laughs> you never had a problem with it before. That's what I say, you get comfortable. And they're like, and then they're like, what? We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Then, then the the time you arrive at home, get adjusted. Where you go? Where she go? Mm -hmm. Go on. Okay, I think you mentioned a bit on this on the codependent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, number eleven, isn't it? Yeah, 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 eleven. Mm -hmm. So if you feel that you have no other option but to give your partner all of your time and energy then that is a glaring sign of a karmic relationship. Mm -hmm. Your partner becomes so dependent on you and you begin to feel consumed by the relationship. And as a result of this, you become mentally, physically, and, and emotionally. emotionally drained Ooh. until you learn it's time to let go. And when you do that, you have all these memories and this baggage that you're going with. And that's why you need to take time to heal. Self-love, self-worth, self-care. And remember those three. And then that long that long drive that you take at home will get shorter. 
Yeah, oh, we know we do it. Well, I gotta go home to hell. No, you gotta, gotta take go care of ourselves. <laughs> There's no one that is gonna love you better than yourself. Mm-hmm. And if there are things that in your space that is draining you, you need to take a step back and focus on you for a moment. But they, but sometimes people do love you better than yourself because you don't know how to love yourself. Right. And they might be in the position to show you like, hey, this is your value or this is your worth. And you got to realize it. I can't make you realize it, but I can sh- still show it to you and say, here it is. I can see your value. Why can't you yeah, see your give value? examples give of examples. things that you say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go this, on. Is, this, this is what you can do. And this mm-hmm. is, you know, I mean, once you believe in yourself, we all we can give examples and say, hey, this is what I do to make sure I remember my value. I see mm-hmm. your value and I, and I realize you don't see your value, but uh, maybe if you want to use these ideas, fine, but you got to find it somewhere, whatever you, however you find it, I'm here to support you. And that's all you can do. I know, right. I know some persons are, it's, it's a thing that people start doing a lot, not just some persons, but yeah. this wake up or this affirmation. Mm, I am mm. beautiful. I can do this. I am strong. You heard you, my, my, yeah, you heard know my voice of that, right? Those things. Do I you want re- to keep telling yourself, you know, <laughs> you start to believe it. Do you remember what my you the story I told you about my, my, my sons and that? Remember I said to you, what that's how I kind of raised them. And mm-hmm. so I used to like make them right on the mirror i am amazing i'm great i am smart i'm this you know i'm i'm handsome and then they started yeah, once you and ask teresa what do they do when they run around the background i'm so good i'm so handsome <laughs> okay calm even, even even making up songs about it yeah so. they make up they're they're grown men and they actually believe it because mm-hmm. if you you know one thing that my grandfather uh, taught me that I am very grateful. Gramps. My grandpa, he was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one thing that, you know, he really th- taught me, and I always tell you about the removing the title thing, but he also uh, taught me about patting yourself on your back. He said, it's not so about good. showing off. You're not showing off. What you are saying is that, you know, what I just did to me was valuable celebrate and you i need to celebrate me in every moment so i would do little things and he'd be like Woo-hoo! and he's like i'm like why are you going it's just he goes yeah but to <laughs> you it could have been big and i'm letting you know that i support your joy so it's okay to pat yourself on the shoulder and the back and everything and when you do something that people might consider to be small and you see it as large mm-hmm. it's okay if your friend is having a bad yeah. day don't mean you should have a bad day too okay <laughs> I, I don't there goes like the that. energy again yeah i don't like that i don't like when people think that if they're having a bad day and you're having a great day all of a sudden you're supposed to not be have a, a good day but it's okay for you not to have a you you need to have the bad day but they're not saying because let me try to have it. a good day too no you <laughs> must have a bad day <laughs> you're not a good friend don't you I think see that's what selfish that is selfish it is very selfish and they you want to you to match their mood. Yeah, you have the question: Is that your friend? There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one is they bring out the worst fears. Mm. Now, 
This person will reveal all your fears regarding your future, about love, your relationship, bring everything to the surface. Any past traumas, bring your skeletons at the closet. They will bring to light and it's like, Right to Jesus. It's like, again, like what we were saying earlier, they want to focus on all the negative, mm-hmm. all the wrongs, all the traumas. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let it go. Go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. They reveal your dark side. A comrade relationship are like roller coasters. They can bring you the worst, or they can face the most level headed people. So you'll be surprised that you have become someone you don't recognize while you're in that relationship. Mm. Again, let it go. Self-love, self-care, self-worth. Now, if a person, those affirmations. Yeah, if a person has that power to show you the most Mm-mm. undesirable and, and, and difficult characteristics of themselves, <laughs> you got you to gotta start like... Whoa, if that's what you want to show me, you want to show me the bad sides of you, your care, all the bad and undesirable characteristics. Mm-hmm. What are you hiding? Your true self, right? Because it, I always call it the, the bad behave kid, <laughs> or and, and, you know, and, and a kid and kid could come in various forms because a grown people could, could be kids sometimes, but mm. <laughs> and I was a childish. And and what it is, is if I misbehave, you cannot get to the inner core of me because you're so distracted by the, you know, the flashing light. <laughs> you're so distracted. You yeah, you're so distracted. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> can't see, can't see what's going on. Can't see what's going on, you know? And the reason why that person doesn't want you to get to that to move the flashing mm-hmm. light is because of their ideas of their value of themselves. And now they're trying to project something negative onto you. So that you become negative with them so that they could feel okay. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Go on. Revealing the dark side. Mm-hmm. Recognize they, it. They, ha- they have the power to show you mm. Your most undesirable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want that. That's why we say self-love. Take a step back. And we one of the thing, exercises that I call it, one of the exercises you can do to mm-hmm. get your pen and paper out and write down, like whenever you're in the relationship, write down the good things, mm-hmm. write down the bad things, and try to eliminate the bad with the good and always improve on 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 the good mm-hmm. one thing that i tell my kids is in any relationship uh or any um decision you have to make and you cannot make it because you are so invested in protection and not realization and reality <laughs> mm. write down the pros on one side and the cons on, on the, the other, other. and if your pros outweigh your cons, outweigh your cons, you know what's up. <laughs> and if your cons outweigh your pros, then you definitely know what's up. <laughs> okay. And you have to be honest with yourself, right? At the end of the day, you still ha- it still comes back to the whole um, 
true meaning of of karma it comes back to you you Mm -hmm. you are the decision maker of yourself (laughs) you are and we 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 tend to think that no i have to you know i have to bend over here and i have to no you don't have to you choose to because one societal pressure and two confidence and three is continuously worrying about what other people think <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so um yeah let's get to number 14 is it they make you feel exhausted another I the, sign I see the same says has 14? no healthy boundaries i love that word mm-hmm. boundaries teresa Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you will begin to realize how selfish a partner is yeah as they serve only their self-interest mm-hmm. and needs mm-hmm. abusive or overly dependent partners are the finding features of combat relationships mm-hmm. so when you have an interest whether it be a sport, whether it be an activity, whether, you know, maybe one of your lights, it doesn't have to be nothing too big. And it's always overlooked when you bring it up for us to do stuff. And it's always overlooked. That is one of the things you get sort of feel exhausted about. Every time I bring something to the table, let's do this, do that. Mm-hmm. No interest is showing in it. In it. Yeah. But you yourself, when the other partner brings stuff, activity they want to do and make something happen, you're mm-hmm. all eager and supportive. Right. Same. Self-love. But I, I like what they say here. Self-love is not selfish. Yeah, I like what they, what they say here. So if you find, I, I want to read this one particularly. Because if you find your partner think, only. Yeah, I think I think that we, this, this is very important. It says, so if you find your, that your partner only loves you when you, when it's convenient for them, know that you mm-hmm. aren't in a soul mate type of relationship. And I'll say it one more time when it's convenient for them. So you see where the, the importance mm-hmm. is it's selfish, S- selfish, right? Selfish. Yeah. It's very selfish. And they, so they are not in a soulmate type of relationship. You should, they say you should back up and leave. Back it up. Get out of there. We're not, we're not advocating, by the way. We're just reading. We're just reading. reading. (laughs) Oh, there's another one. This, this keep coming, coming up all the time. Mm. If you feel like you can't let go. Mm. You'll be filled with thoughts that you cannot live without that person. Mm. And somehow... You two are destined to be together. Mm-hmm. Now, how can that be? That's why you need to step away. Give yourself that time. Now, you're going to be continuously, what I said earlier, you're repetitive. Mm-hmm. Okay? You cannot seem to understand why it keeps failing. So you keep trying to make it stay afloat. Right. That's a combated relationship. And it's extremely hard to resist, they say. Mm-hmm. It seems that it's something is one. drawing you in. Mm-hmm. You got you have you have to you Sorry, have to learn the lesson. <laughs> Go Sorry? on. I just my head was just itching a little bit. Go on. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you you need 
it all it always comes back to self-love mm -hmm. self-awareness and your self-worth once you know what you are worth to you mm -hmm. anything less than that you're gonna leave behind right if it you know like you were saying earlier if it was a pretensive or impressed you wanted to impress at the first two three months whatever probation period you have for your relationship after a while you're too I like people, I like people with those the, those probations man be like well you know what it took me a good year so, to get a license but you got like six months to let me see you Oh my god! Let's do the okay, six. We're, we're running. We basically run out of time, but this is really good. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed this one. We're gonna we're gonna pop up again. Yeah. So this no, no. the sixteenth, okay. the sixteenth, the last one. Yeah. They don't last. And from reading through all of that, we came to the conclusion. We can we can see mm -hmm. that it won't last. It won't. So yeah. all these are signs of karmic relationship. The mm -hmm. person is not your forever person or your soulmate how we like to call it right no matter how you try or matter how you keep trying to keep them mm -hmm. let it go, go. yeah once you learn the lesson that such a relationship intends intends you to collapse or yep. sink or mm -hmm. be unhappy or negative or be doubtful of yourself let it go let a soulmate. Now, a soulmate is a person mm -hmm. that is you're meant to be with. Meant to be someone with someone that will complete you. Okay, mm -hmm. not give you stress. <laughs> and we don't only talk about complete your sentences. You know, I don't because think once that someone get familiar. With Wait, hold on. You complete your sentences. I'm gonna put a disclaimer. Don't don't think that your soulmate. You can't have arguments now. You you it's, uh -uh. your people. <laughs> you're still people. You know, you're gonna mm -hmm. have good days and bad days, but it's not a relationship filled with only drama right <laughs> so back okay, to karma um, so mm -hmm. so now here's the question now Teresa is karma a bee in the western world it is seen as because we see it no, as no but no revenge. after no, no but I'm saying after seeing but all from reading from really reading is, this Karma to me is more self, mm -hmm. self love, self care, self building. Mm -hmm. Everything about you and getting you in that what people like to use the term in the right place. Right. Getting you right. in that place Center where you and can grounded. growth. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where you can experience growth and you can basically spread your wings. Now and once once you're going along that path. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a him or her, you don't have to search for a person. Persons will, you don't need that revenge. That person will find you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, that's a thing that we put on it. Yes. Yeah. So that's next time you, you, you see that, that phrase, you might want to refrain from saying it. Because if you say karma is a bee, maybe the bee is looking in the mirror. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? I'm just keeping it real. So let's take karma out of your mouth and put the word accountability in mm -hmm. in your mouth and say, yeah, I can you know, that one. yes, is accountability it is yeah. looking at yourself, seeing how you in, in the relationship was your part. Um, stop pointing fingers mm -hmm. and look at what you need to do so you can change and be a better you for you, not for anybody else. So with that said, 
we thank karma the real karma <laughs> for keeping us here and me and Teresa, we really do uh, have a great friendship as friends we have a lot of history and we do have real fun before one of these days we're going to record the before <laughs> For the uh, we are crazy. We're a mess. I'm that, telling that would you. be interesting. Yeah, I think we should do it just for fun. I think it's it's just hilarious. I I'll be yelling at her. She'd be yelling at me. She'd be saying sarcastic stuff. I'll be saying, but it's all love because it's we all know love. we're it's just all more, love. you know we're we're very motivated by each other and we really mm -hmm. do help each other a lot with different things. And I thank you for your friendship and and for your sisterhood. So, you are welcome, my dear. Yeah. So, uh, from me here in Ontario, Canada. And from me here in the beautiful island of Barbados, it's nice and cool for full moon tonight. Gosh. Mm -hmm. When's the last time I saw from? I'm just teasing Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, when's the last I saw a star? I tell you. Even though I live Girl, in the countryside. Look up. Well, I look up. There ain't nothing. This is blackness. <laughs> Welcome to Canada. No, I'm joking. Don't write me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Remember to subscribe, like, uh, like, comment, and subscribe, and share. Please share the information. And if there's anything you like, you heard that you heard on the show, Drop please let leave a comment or anything you want us to talk about. Uh, mm -hmm. Let us know, and we will for sure tackle it because we love to read and and dissect. And we're not making we have fun a of. we, we have, have about time. twelve topics yeah. that we're gonna bring to you, but. We'll, we'll switch it up anytime you anytime. want us to discuss something else. Yeah. That is what we have on the table. That'd yeah, be and, fine. And subscribe so that we can get that little more flexibility so we can bring more exciting We're climbing, things to though. You. We're climbing. We're climbing. We're getting We there. are climbing. I was going to say something else, but I'm now. not going to say that word. <laughs> I might get kicked up for you we're, too. We're in, we are in the 60s now. <laughs> Let's cover up what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Teresa. Until next time. And everyone, Until thank you so time. much. And we appreciate you. Have a blessed one. Take care, hon. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>